morning from Mysteries of Life, and we're going to go over a cult classic. Well, let's just roll and I'll explain. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. We are starting off the week with one of my favorite topics, Mysteries of Life, and that's where we're shooting from. This series I'm sorry, covers all things, well, mysterious, paranormal, or just things that make you say, what? Today, we are going over a quote classic. Whether you're a fan of the book or the movie, you'll know what we're talking about. It is 2001 Space Odyssey first written by Arthur C. Clarke, with uh, sequels after, and directed by the late, great Stanley Kubrick, who also did versions of movies like The Shining for Stephen King. So Kubrick himself makes a lot of kind of mysterious themes inside the movies. However, this particular movie takes a new depth of what it is. And we're going to pull from Collider.com. They wrote a really good article on uh, this uh, a few years ago. And we're also going to let you know that this movie, similar to H.P. Lovecraft, will show up multiple times in, you know, future Mysteries of Life videos because things like this always come back to things like this and there's always something new to describe. But we're going to go over specifically the beginning and ending and talk about the meaning behind the movie, basically. So for those of you who have not read it or seen it, you might want to flip off now and come back at a later date when you have watched it or read it. If you don't care either way, awesome. If you have read it or watched it or both, then obviously this is the video for you. So in 2001 Space Odyssey, we are taken from prehistoric times all the way through uh, the present and future, following one of the main uh, characters played by um, Kier Dulia. And I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, David Bowman. Um, so Dr. Bowman and his crew take off in this ship. He ends up being the only one who actually survives the entire thing, at least in the movie version. And that's where we're kind of pulling from here because it's more visual. Um, and after an a, a outstanding, what anybody would call, fight sequence between the ship's computer and him, he is teleported off to, well, what one interview Kubrick says is basically a human zoo, but we'll get to that in a second. So for those of you who don't know the story of it, this story basically is what he thought at the time, Arthur C. Clarke, 2001 would be. Now, granted, we're in 2023, and this movie came out, I think, in the 70s, I believe. Um, I'll have to check on that. But... What's funny is that a lot of the stuff that they say were big, high-techy things are actually really old school by now, and even by 2001 standards. But besides the actual physical flaws and physical not knowing what science was going to be, um, he is trying to portray what really is the cycle of life and evolution. From the beginning, and this is the beginning scene, we see 
a group of what is humanoid ape-like creatures, probably similar to what scientists found was the Homo sapiens prior to what we became. And they are lounging around doing what you would assume ape-like creatures would do when they have nothing better to do. Now, out of the blue comes this giant black monolith, which of course has been spoofed in so many things. But this black monolith suddenly changes the psyche and psychology of these creatures. Suddenly, they become voracious predators. They're attacking everything. They are running amok. They're beating each other up. They are basically just destroying their home. Now, one could say, that this is what happens when you throw something into life that isn't meant to be there. However, what Kubrick seems to say, at least on this particular interview that they pulled from, the monolith, the monolith is beginning the process of evolution from ape-like creature to man. Yes, a lot of times people like to dote on the fact that as human beings, we're not really nice people. We do like to fight. We do like to take our territory. We do like to push others aside to win what we want. So the fact that these creatures are running around beating each other up, hurting other, uh, you know, things, ripping apart their, their home, it's supposed to be an equal to what we think. Not the kindest look, Mr. Kubrick, thank you, but it makes sense in terms of evolution. And this would be the birth cycle of what man becomes. Now, as the movie goes through, there is a lot of what I call dead space, no pun intended, of just kind of getting to know the characters and getting to know through. And that's one reason why I'm actually bypassing the majority of the middle, because that's for another day. That's for a review when we are going to review the entire film. But let's move to the end. Now, at the end, after being launched through hyperspace, after defeating Hal, Kubrick says in a way that he is launched into a planet which ends up being a large house. Um, he says that godlike creatures sent him there. However, he is still oblivious to basically everything happening. Now, this is where it gets a little weird, but not so weird. From the minute Dr. Bowman steps out of the how out of his ship, um which, by the way, is shaped like an egg. I know there's mythos there as well. Kubrick says that he is basically in what the gods would say would be a zoo or a human reserve. Obviously, everything is decorated horribly. Also, making fun of the fact that when we build reserves and zoos, we build what we think the animals would want, but it's nowhere near the actual, excuse me, habitat. As he goes through, he starts seeing what actually is older versions of him. And immediately as he sees them, the camera turns and he is now an older version. Take two, we see it happen again. Take three, he is now on his deathbed at his oldest version of him. Now, as he is about to pass away, he reaches up and touches what is another monolith. Yes, the same monolith from the beginning that appears and poof, he becomes what looks like a giant space baby. We'll get to that in a minute. And, for all purposes, is reborn once again. Now, this is the cycle that we talked about at the beginning. This is the cycle of life. Birth, life, death, reborn. 
Where does the evolution come in? Well, Kubrick wants to believe that at this point, he has become what anybody would call a superhero. So when he does become a human again or a full-grown adult, he will be coming to land not as his normal self, not even maybe in his same body, but as a superhero type character. And what goes on there? Well, we don't actually know. Now I know there is the other film and the other books, but as far as I remember, I don't know if it really plays into what happened there. However, knowing Kubrick, it probably does just because. So what does this all mean in terms of mysteries of life? Well, this is a great example of one what it would call the life mythos. This happens everywhere in everything from Chinese and Japanese culture to Indian culture to European culture to even Native American and American culture because surprise, surprise, we all have the same story of being born, going through, and then being reborn, continuing your life. Is this reincarnation? Well, in a sense, I guess, but a lot of people call it continuation of life. You don't actually die. You just kind of continue. There's a slight pause when you disappear, basically, until you find your new body and you continue on. That is one of the biggest theories behind this here, is that in this case, he's coming back as a super person, but generally speaking, he's coming back in general. And that's one of the biggest things. Now, I talked about this on a video before, that one of the most interesting scenes I've ever watched is that ending scene. And I said it was weird, but not so weird, because think about your muscle memory or what you remember on any given time. If you're sitting in a room at 7 o'clock, you get up, you take a shower, you go into bed. You still remember what you did. And for all purposes, the past version of you is still sitting in that chair at 7 o'clock. Now, I'm not saying literally. I'm talking just generally figuratively. But at the same time, the later you who ends up in bed a couple hours later, well, that also, that person's already there. You just haven't gotten there yet. So really, he is making a very valid point of, Life is what you make of it. Now, it is interesting that he brings in the godlike creatures and kind of puts us in a position of what we do to other living creatures. And that's a really good um, talk on just general, you know, treatment of other living uh, beings. But for the purpose of this here, we are talking, what is the meaning of 2001 Space Odyssey? Well, it's birth to death to continue life, otherwise known as evolution. Evolution doesn't necessarily have to be physically evolving. Evolution is what you learn on a day-to-day -day basis. What your brain learns on Monday, let's say today, is gonna help you on Wednesday, maybe even tomorrow. But that is evolving. Why? Because your brain learned something it didn't. Now, is today as important as it is today as it will be on Wednesday? Of course, because you go back and you remember and you rethink what you did. Is our brain capable of going back exactly through that space line? Well, we can remember the basics. Like, for instance, Wednesday at this time, I'll remember that on Monday, I was here talking about this. Will I remember all the intricate details? 
Maybe not. That's just how the brain works. And that goes back to our video on Lovecraft over there, why we can't remember everything. But what do you guys think? This is a very interesting idea. And this guy, you know, obviously passed away. But this guy is known to make a lot of themes in his movies that really make you think. Of course, The Shining had a lot. I think he did Eyes Wide Shut, among others as well. But what do you guys think? We will come back to this movie and book multiple times. Don't worry if you miss this particular one. You'll be able to watch on replay. Go to YouTube and Twitch and check it out. However, think about it as we go. The meaning of the movie is more closely meaning to life as we think. What we do affects our future as it did our past. And our past can rear its head to the future depending on what happened. Think about that. Thanks for watching, and as always, stay curious. Bye, guys.